0: Hello.
1: Hello, my brother.
0: Yes, sir. You're welcome to the Common Man. Thank you. Uh, for everybody listening, it's yet another episode. The Come On Man. And today we have a special guest someone I would like to regard to as, a, as an ally in the media world. And these guys are going to be there to guide me through and, you know, show me how to run this thing because me, I'm just a JJC, I'm a journey just And um, we have a special guest in the person of Mojid Alabi. He's a gender rights advocate and an award-winning investigative journalist. Mojid, you are welcome to the Common Man podcast.
1: Oh, thank you very much. My name is Majid. Where you got all the adjectives, I don't know. <laughs>
0: well, um, I have to do my job too now, right? You know? So um, it's wonderful because I've seen some of your some, some of your piece and the reporting that you do, and I'm really impressed that you chose investigative journalism. And I'm just wondering why, in particular, um, are you an investigative journalist? Why not something else? Why are you not writing about celebrities and all that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just there is a. Let me give you a definition of journalism. Um, anything like we used to code that anything that does not seek to uncover what is covered. Or what is being covered is not journalism, but public relations. Mm-hmm. Anything that does, that does not seek to uncover what is being covered mm-hmm. is not seen as journalism. They are rather public relations. And mm-hmm. um, in that case, it means that any attempt of doing something else nice is something that anybody could just lay their hand on. But what will give you impact? Uh, In terms of impact on society, uh, you just need to keep an eye on the people, on their activities before you can be able to expose uh, deals, dirty deals that will affect uh, humanity. And that is what investigative journalism has come to do. And we have chosen it not because uh, we don't have other things to do, because in investigative journalism, you don't have money. What? Because you are not, you are not liked by the society. You are the you enemy of the people the, that have
0: money.
1: You are the enemy of the people who have money. So in that, con- in that case, you choose to, uh, people try to run after you. They don't want to see you, but if we don't do it, we cannot have a society that people will sleep with their two eyes open and uh, two eyes closed. Uh, without having a bottle of beer by, the, by, by by their side. Because anywhere you have injustice, you are going to have inequality. Anywhere you have that, then definitely you are going to have lawlessness. So what we try to do is to ensure that we, we, we protect humanity and we ensure that things are done properly. And while we are doing that, we are also uh, trying to ensure that we do not fall into the uh into that kind of uh, things that we are condemning Mm -hmm. it's also a way of guiding ourselves against Mm -hmm. uh, uh, bad things in the society that's true
0: because um i I like the fact that you're a very very conscious uh person because you said um that you're also guiding yourself to make sure that you don't fall you know because i would say Right now, let's use the likes of Lauren Kabila, uh, for example. They say they are fighting against against bad uh, governance. As soon as they give them the chance, Mm -hmm. they're the ones doing bad things. And a whole lot of uh, so-called journalists, quote-unquote, the public relations people, they go out there to get the news and all that. As soon as they call them up for the brown paper, they start to write something else. So um, what would you say, you know, like, can be done to curb the culture of sensationalism and brown paper that is corrupting the art of journalism
1: Uh, yeah what you mean by brand brand envelope uh it's this um uh, you know in this part of the world uh there is no objective journalism anywhere in the world we need to just emphasize that there is no objective completely objective journalism anywhere in the world because even if you do not want to have a kind of influence on what you write, you have your sentiments, the mm-hmm. ownership has its sentiments, the, the, the public has its sentiments. So in one way or the other, there is a skill that is already tilted yeah, yeah, towards a particular direction. But the only mm-hmm. thing that we try as much as possible to emphasize is that wherever you want to teach your skill to, let it be on the side of humanity. Let it be on the side of the people. Let it be on the side of, of, of the downtrodden. Let it be on the side of the people who are cheated in the society. So that, 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 that will at least be an excellent. You don't be on the path of oppressors. You don't be on the path of people who are cheating on the society. You don't be on the path of people who are corrupt. Just be fair to the mm-hmm. society. But that does not mean that you run people down as works. Well. You have to be fair to all the parties try as much as possible to do balancing, uh, but where you may not... Uh, uh, the culture of uh, 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 bribe in journalism may not go very soon. And why do I say that? I say that because uh, you, you have what is called ownership crisis. You have what is called the democratization of, this, of, 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 of the field of journalism. That profession Mm -hmm. has been democratized in a way that every Tom Dick, and Harry is a journalist. Once -hmm. you have access to uh, social media, you are already a journalist. Once the ethics are not factored, once the ethics are not uh, 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 underscored, definitely you are going to have people coming into the uh, profession just because they want to make money. And you can be easily bought when there is no principle guiding what you are doing, that creates some level of problems in the system. So, uh, and you also talk about advert politics. Advert can no longer sustain newspaper or journalism anywhere in the world any longer. Because the advertisers, one, apart from draining process, uh, the the businesses are not moving as expected. So there is Mm -hmm. a kind of a scarce resources to go around in terms of advert. And aside that, there is something that they call patronage. You see, government officials giving uh, mm-hmm. uh, giving support to media houses in mm-hmm. such a situation, you are creating some level of problem or being handicapped, not being able mm-hmm. to to report uh, our objectively. The finger that that um, you may it, yeah. have in one way or the other fed you. So mm-hmm. those are the kind of challenges. So funding is a major problem. It is difficult getting funding for media houses. So what the media houses do is to engage in patronage, go and and encamp to politicians, to business owners, to... And you understand that... And kill stories that they develop. So, so definitely, as much as you do that, you are not going to have anything that is going to be independent, that is going to be objective, that's not going to be biased. So in such a situation, having the culture... So the only way, the only way which is one of the ways to ensure that we have a balanced reporting. You have objective report, at least a semblance of objective reporting, and uh, you have you have something that defends the poor, and that is the cultural of uh, uh, promotion in terms of grants uh, from corporate organizations, from uh, uh, from donor agencies, from so when you have that when you have grants, you can be able to at least do some level of independent work to some level. Because even where the grants come from, you don't know. So we are seeing mm-hmm. instances of people giving grants, and at the end of the day, guiding what they want to hear, guiding yeah. you to do what they only want. But at least it's still better than a society where advert determines what you carry. We know of some institutions, particularly in this part of the world, in Africa, where you cannot mention some, some agencies some individuals some businesses in the wrong way because they have paid their deal they have uh they have they have they have, they have uh, uh, greased your palm so in such a situation it is difficult for you to be able to at least run uh, uh, an independent uh, reporting about those institutions so that that is why you continue to have some level of uh, uh of uh jungle journalism Oh, sorry, I say junk journalism. Yeah, Uh, you see people running after some politicians, running after some celebrities, picking their materials, which is purely public relations.
0: They are purely Mm -hmm. public relations. So, um, now for a conscious mind like yourself and myself, that uh, you know, just like we mentioned earlier, that when you're usually digging for the truth or you're known to speak the truth the people that have money that are stolen the money or, you know, that have money to spend around the corrupt people will not be your friends. So you don't have the chance of getting the brown envelope like those people that don't care, you know? So how do you manage to stay upright in a situation like that when everybody around you is doing brown envelope and you know that, oh, once you come out with this, your news again, they will not call you to the National Assembly to come out and collect a brown envelope, like, how do you still keep forging ahead knowing that this that's the situation?
1: Uh, well, I I mentioned something initially, that something that is a guiding spirit is called principle. If, if you have an ideological based, uh, if you have an organization built on a particular principle, and I like, I used to say that journalism is not a career. Journalism is like a calling. For the people who actually mm-hmm. want to practice journalism, it's like somebody who has taken up a pastor, uh, a, a kind of a pastor's job. Uh, you 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 have taken it, no matter the level of the hunger. It's on, just until the recent time that the, the, the religion institution religious institutions are in <laughs> before now you take on the job and you know that it is you, even when you are hovered. Mm-hmm. You don't get you don't take because mm-hmm. you know that it's a calling you are not doing it because you, do, you are doing it because it is you you are doing it because you have a spirit in you that has told you to do it and that's exactly mm-hmm. what what uh investigative journalism does the real people who are doing it are not doing it because they want to blackmail anybody or because they want to run anybody down they are doing it because they believe that what they are doing is what their conscience has told them to do to save mm-hmm. humanity To at least Mm -hmm. uh, 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 build a system where there will be justice, equity, and fairness. So when Mm -hmm. you have that kind of a spirit working with you, whether you have or you don't have, it's not your business. You are not interested Mm -hmm. as much as you have a shirt on you, as much as you have have where you lay your head. Because whether you have or you don't have, all of us are going to go one day. Whether you collect or you don't collect. All of us are going to live this world. And that is why I say it takes a whole lot of things. It takes a, lot, a whole lot of principles, guiding principles. It takes a whole lot of discipline to say, yes, this is the path that I want to tow, And this is what I believe in. So it's, and surprisingly, uh, investigative journalism is not that poor any longer too. We have mm-hmm. investigative journalists who are hanging so much because people have interest, respect for them. A lot of corporate organizations are relating with them. Multinational groups are yeah. relating with them because they yeah. know that when chiefs are done, these are people who are going to stay true to the cause. These are people who are also. going to believe in what they are doing. They will never be bought. They will never change. We have seen instances of people that we have written against in the past who ran after us because they didn't like what we did. But because we stayed put, because we believe that this is what we are doing, because we stayed true to the cause, they are this people who will now come back to you when they find themselves when they find themselves in similar trouble and they want to expose in uh, in a particular area where their interest is not protected they are the one you are the first person they are going to link up to because the ones are going are not going to sell out so once you believe in a particular thing and you are doing it uh, consensuously you are doing it sincerely you have that your conscience guiding you. Uh, uh, you. You don't mind whether you have money or you don't have money. But I can bet, I can assure you mm-hmm. that it is there that money will come and meet you. We have seen investigative journalists yeah, who earn as much, even as terrible as our economy is in this country. I've seen young investigative journalists who earn as much as 600,000 uh, uh, Naira on a monthly basis. Well,
0: That's impressive. So that's, yeah, that's sweet. it
1: happens it is here i have them as friends i have them as colleagues so it is not that because you're an investigator you are just going to die as a pauper. no we have we have colleagues who are not doing badly you may not have too much money you may not but even in this world what do you want to do with too much money when you are living in a society that is filled with poor people so absolutely no
0: okay now, um, yeah, sorry for cutting you short. You know, I totally, uh, I totally get you. Um, but I, there's something that keeps you know coming to my mind. You know, for an investigative journalist, and you keep saying that you know people running after you, and I'm like, bro, you know that the dangers exist. Um, if my facts are not wrong, I believe that Giwa was an investigative journalist that got assassinated, and a few other people, investigative journalists, you've seen them worldwide, have gone through that situation where people run after them and snuff their lives out. Like, knowing that anything can happen to you, that just because you want to uncover the truth, that anything can happen to you, how do you deal with that?
1: It is very simple. Do you know how how many Nigerians die every day? We are not investigative journalists. Do you know how many people die on the roads because the roads, the monument for the roads have been stolen by somebody? Do you know how many mm-hmm. people have died because they could not access good health care system because somebody has diverted the money that is meant to build such a Do you know how many people are dying on a daily basis as a result of clashes, ethnic clashes, violence here and there, i up today, banditry tomorrow. So where there is no justice, you are not safe. Uh, do you know that people sleep in their own house, an accident happens and they die. So death is natural. Whether you pursue the truth or you don't, you are going to die. So the people who go to work, who cross, uh, who just move around, who are hungry and they eventually die in the process, they are not investigative journalists. That's the truth. So mm-hmm. whether is it not even mm-hmm. good to die for a cause that you believe in than to just die like a foul? Mm-hmm. Yeah, today absolutely. you mentioned Delegiwa, whether Delegiwa died as an investigative journalist or not, is a subject for discussion elsewhere. But today you remember Delegua for something. Do you know how many mm-hmm. of Delegiwa's uh, 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 age mates who, are, who have died long ago that you can't even remember them?
0: Absolutely. So
1: because he died for something, he left a legacy for the children. Anywhere you hear about Delegiwa, you are going to remember him for something good. So it's not, not good to die having a good name than to just die. Because whether you like it or not, naturally you are going to die. So death is a is, mm-hmm. a, is, a, is a is a is a must. So where you are going is to it hide. Too that sure? so, too sure, like, so so when you see when you when you know that this is compulsory, it's going to happen whether i do this or i don't do it so why don't you face the reality do the correct thing and if you die eventually you know that death is something that is that is that you cannot escape it's in escape. Mm-hmm. so uh, mm-hmm. so our belief is that whether you are an investigative journalist or you are not whether you are a reporter or you are not whether you are a businessman or you are not. Even doctors who kill people who 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 God used to kill people, they die. So why do you mm-hmm. need to be afraid of death? Even pastor said they die. So why why do you why do you why do you why do you think that because you are going to die, you are not going to say the truth, or you are not going to work for the truth? The person coming to kill you, do you know whether he's going to get to you before he dies? Be, that's true. So those are facts that's behind somebody who has a kind of a belief that he's not doing this job because he's just doing it, but because he's doing it, simply because he knows that he should do it.
0: Uh Absolutely. So, um, tell us about gender rights in Nigeria, my brother, because I know that's something you're passionate about. So, um, educate me on gender rights in Nigeria.
1: Yeah. uh, Now, what we mean by gender right is uh, a way of trying as much as possible to ensure equity, justice, and fairness among all sexes. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, You know, because of cultural beliefs, religious beliefs, there are some sentiments. There are certain things that uh, over time have limited opportunities of the weaker sex. That is the female sex, in particular. And because Nigerians, uh, whether you go to this culture, you don't go, to, so it's in all the cultures. In the station whereby you are told to sleep uh, with a corpse, a dead body, because you are the wife, and they believe that you killed your husband, and as a result you have to either sleep with such a or sorry which nigerian tribe does that thing again it is, is it natural so it is cultural it, it happens and i'm not going to be specific about a particular culture uh for some reasons but it's it's it happens you are, we still see communities today where uh, they don't believe that female children should go to school we still see communities mm-hmm. today where, as, as soon as you have a male child what you hold the male child is to give him a bowl to go to the streets. We have seen instances mm-hmm. where females have now become like slaves. We have seen instances where men no longer work. It happens even in the southwest region where men, the only thing they do is to just go out in the evening, watch they have all the all the fixtures of matches on their head, they play, draft, do, do all sorts of all sorts of things. Why there are women and in the bush? Walking day mm-hmm. and night. It happens in places where you see laborers, they are women. So there is a need for us to be able to at least uh, enlighten the public. And you have instances of women remaining in abusive relationship for as long as the culture believes that a man is the head of the family and you must submit yourself to that abuse. We have seen instances that men are also in one way or the other abused so in order to create uh uh, uh 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 equity fairness we have seen instances that when even names are when you mention okay let me give an instance if somebody is driving around and the person is not driving well you first of all look you say ah, she must be a woman mm-hmm. you understand still, it's, it's still it's it. And it's, it comes to you naturally because that is the culture where you think that women cannot do well better than men. Once you see somebody mm-hmm. who's not driving well, the next thing that comes to your mind is ah that person is he a woman. Or you mm-hmm. just see people telling that uh-uh, uh I don't blame you because you are not the one that bought that car. Your husband bought it for you mm-hmm. so you, so.
0: like 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 if a woman um sleeps with two different men she automatically it becomes a, it becomes a but, once,
1: but what, a yes but if a it's true.
0: a man that's got like five women those are
1: moral areas those are moral issues but the one that most of the most of the things that we just need to emphasize is that you need to you know it is believed that when a man wants to sleep with a woman, particularly your married woman, you believe that because you are paid dowry, whether, he's in tra- whether she's interested or not interested, you must forcefully engage.: you must No. Mm-hmm. What we need to emphasize to people is that as much a right as a man has, so is a woman. So does a woman. Mm-hmm. So in this mm-hmm. kind of situation, there is a need for us to continue to engage the public, engage the society. Through the, through the religious institutions, through the academic institutions, through various societies, through age groups, to, to enlighten the public that, look, things are fast changing. There are some parts of our culture that we may need to just give out and live out. And there you. are some that we can continue to embrace them and encourage them, but some that would be in a way of discouraging uh, 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 discouraging uh, uh, equity fairness justice uh, we need to go we need to we need to do away with them
0: absolutely so um do you feel that we need to have apart from you know people like you making in the rounds uh to make people aware uh do you think this is also something that needs to get into legislation that cause you know, just talking about it and making uh, Nigerians aware is not enough. I believe some things we need to put them into legislation. Do you think this is something that our legislators also need to put into legislation, or over time we're going to adapt and understand?
1: No, definitely there are laws in place. Nigerians has never lacked laws. Nigerians have never lacked regulations, Nigerians have never lacked. Uh, 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 what we lack is enforcement of these regulations. What we lack is somebody having too much money to buy his way when the laws are in place. So it is not mm-hmm. that there are no laws. It is not that there are no law enforcement agents. It is not that at least a few people understand what the law says. But how do you get justice? You don't get justice because you do not know one person or the other. You don't get justice because the court where you are meant to get justice is already bought. You don't get justice because uh, the society itself does not want to encourage you. They believe that you have to continue to endure. So these are the challenges. The, the, ways,
0: the, the ways, like the way widows suffer in Nigeria, I feel like there should be particular laws that protect widows in I am, Nigeria. I
1: want to believe there are, there is no, in fact, we have the penal Code, we have the uh, 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 there, there are different you know uh, if you go to the north in particular where they use sharia you 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 realize that in the sharia in the sharia system the th- there are regulations who are entitled to who are entitled to uh, 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 properties left behind by 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 uh, the head of a family who are not those who are not entitled to it what is the what is the word of a widow what what, what is the what, what are the things that a widow is entitled to all these things all these things are are there in different parts of our laws so the only thing is that how do we get enforcement the getting the enforcement is what is the next stage we have we have got so much there are, there are so much in our constitution there are constitutional rights there are hats. Already, already enacted in the national by the National Assembly, so there are clear regulations. But are, do are people aware of these regulations? Do people even know their rights? So if they know mm-hmm. their rights, so this is where civil societies, media, and this is where they are coming. letting people know what they can do. I've seen instances of reports that we want to do because somebody has been abused, and the next thing we hear is that oh wow you cannot no please don't please i don't want to talk please i don't want ah no 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 and we now become too nosy we become amable we become busy body journalists because we feel that there should be justice there should be fairness there should be equity because we believe that the rights of somebody who has been trampled upon must be protected so but because these individuals Mm -hmm. do not even believe in that system they don't even understand the rights they have or because they are afraid of the society. What the society would talk about them, or oh, because they have come out that somebody wants to abuse me, because the society will now look at them rather than rather than rather than abusing the person that want to abuse them, they shift the uh, the focus on them and think, okay, why have you even gone there? Why did you wear that short uh, clothes? Yeah, why, why, why were you looking so that you, good? Why were you looking too beautiful? Why do you should mm. know the society you are going that you cannot be wearing mini skirts so people don't even mm-hmm. talk about consent again they talk about what you put on they talk about how you dress they talk about where you move they can even tell you ah ah this time you are going out now as if it's a crime to go out
0: yes it's because the country is not safe so that's that why is, it's wrong you why me, oh, I'm it's okay.
1: important for us to engage in the system and and try as much as possible to talk about implementation of some of our laws enforcement of the regulations and letting people know to be aware of what the law says what the regulation says what 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 what, what, what their rights are and being familiar with where to go when they are burdened
0: you know that's that's absolutely right and because even funny fun enough um i studied law back in if and um, but I never practiced. Okay. So for someone that uh, studied law and never practiced, and I just became a common man, just became a regular part of the society, focusing on other things. I'm like some of the laws that I read in the books. When I tell people like, "Oh, this is what exists," even to a police officer, the police officer will tell me, "No, that's <laughs> that's that is inside the book. That's their own is different." You know so you're totally right we need to start um working on enforcement and making you know the nigeria the the nigeria Ni- making nigeria the nigeria we want to we want it to be mm-hmm. and um saying that uh on uh, the last note i don't want to take up too much of the time because i still look forward to bringing you back on this show mm-hmm. um i don't know if you are confident enough to speak on predictions for 2023 Like, what do you think, or what do you think is going to be happening twenty twenty three, and you know who's going to be the captain of the ship in twenty twenty three? Like, let us have uh, your predictions, because that's going to be some of my episodes predictions for twenty twenty three. So, I want you to kick it off. I'm
1: sorry, uh, I don't guess. (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't predict. Uh, We can only, we can only. uh, look at the 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 atmosphere we can only look at the situation now and see what is playing out and work based on that to think of what is likely to play out uh nobody can say emphatically that this is what is going to happen in nigeria even tomorrow okay
0: for so say i'll just say for 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 the youth listening to this What advice would you give to them? Because the youth looking forward to 2023, looking forward to using their uh, their votes and you know having a say. What advice would you give them right now?
1: It's unfortunate, and I must be very I must be very factual that it's quite unfortunate that uh, at this time uh, the youth that we have, which I know constitutes more than uh, uh, a, a larger percentage of our of our population, they have not been able to. This is a plus. But if you look at its contribution to national growth and development, it's becoming a minus. We are not taking advantage of the opportunity that we have as youth. Where you look at situations, you continue to have recycled leadership. But unfortunately, rather than engaging uh, 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 the leadership in the country, you see the youth taken to drugs, you see the youth taken to crime, you see the youth taken to violence. So we have become tools in the hand of these politicians. And when you expect, uh, when, when there was agitation for not too young to run Bill to be passed, when it was eventually passed, and I ask you, how many of these youth actually came out? And for those who even came out, how many of them got united? Ambitions are tearing mm-hmm. our people apart this is and when you look at the people who are controlling the system they are united they are committed they they are together so they are together to address to kick against to kick against uh uh uh, 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 to, to, to 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 deny you access to power they are united to ensure their continued grip on the system but unfortunately the Jews who are shouting here and there that no, it's our turn. We need to take over. How do we want to take over? When you listen to them, you know that these people actually lack ideas. They lack focus. They don't have anything that can present uh, uh, alternative to the current uh, uh, rot that we have in the system. A few of us, a few of them, who have actually uh, uh, who actually have ideas, they are they, they don't want to come out. Because they don't, they don't have trust in the system. Because, but they believe that the system will change itself. It is not possible. The system can never and will never change itself. It is the people that will change the system. Oh. Some people revolted at a time and they got what they wanted. When the likes of enaro were moving motion for independence, where were they? How old were they? When Gawan was the head of state, how old was he? The first time of worry, how old was he? But unfortunately, at this time, the Nigerian youth believe so much in getting rich quick. People want to have money. They just want to enjoy. They just want to have, touch, fun, move around with ladies, use bands, and this is all that mm-hmm. they are interested in. They want to turn up. So where you have, you have, you have, you have chains dangling on your neck with. With all manner of uh, drugs around you, you can never have a sound future in that manner. But we have brilliant Nigerians who are young, who are brilliant, who are versatile, who are dynamic, and they are doing so much. But they believe that politics is not something that they should venture into. And why do they believe so? They believe that politics is meant for others. Unfortunately, not knowing that. The politics is going to determine what happens to the business that you are building. Because the laws that they make will be binding on you. The rules that they make will be binding on you. Their own decisions will affect what you are doing. A government that does not have plan for the future, that does not believe in education, that does not believe in social services, is not going to protect what you are doing until nigerian youth until until they rise until they are united and they have a focus we have seen one or two or three of them who actually came out to challenge the system but it is not enough to go in to do a solo fight you can never win in such a manner so change this school requires a united front a united front that is focused that is built on principle not a united front that is built on the determination to just take over and continue to run with the status quo mm-hmm. so we need a kind of a new younger generation of people of ideas people with focus people who are ready to sacrifice not the ones that are going there to just go and join them Who want to just join the bandwagon we want to go and increase the take on pale of politicians we want to go and increase the the benefit of politicians. We need to create a level of engagement with Nigerian Jews who will show interest in how to sacrifice for the country. Martin Luther King and all the people that they normally quote they sacrifice. People are not looking into that. Nigerian Jews want to build big houses. They want to live in Banana Island. They want to live in different posh areas. And that is just their focus, forgetting that regardless of whether you sleep anywhere as long as these things do not as long as these things do not circulate they don't get all the others you are still not saved so if you are going to create alternative to the rotting system that we have at the moment, the alternatives are not here yet I must be very clear about that. I don't know what so we're not ready by
0: 2023, the, 2023 the, the youth are not even going to be ready by 2023 they, are,
1: they were not ready yesterday they are not ready today they are not likely to be ready <laughs> I'm <laughs> not I'm not a prophet of doom I'm not a product, pro, prophet of doom I understand what it takes to take over power I know what it takes some people are already busy organizing events here and there visiting the north moving to the South going all over the places Mm -hmm. organizing in different in different states of the nation they are not doing it for fun Mm -hmm. you think they are doing it for fun they are not sleeping but you that want to take over power Mm -hmm. in the next two years you you don't even have have a platform Mm -hmm. you don't even have another as of today right now Mm -hmm. the belief is that before you can do anything it has to it has to do with money Money is just secondary. The first principle is the principle of conviction. Money is secondary. The first principle is that principle of conviction. When Mandela's and co. started, they did not build it on money. They built it on the power of conviction. They built it on the power of principle. They built it on the power of ideology. What are we fighting for? What do we want to do? How do we replace the current system? And when you look at it, the youth that came out to, to, to protest against police harassment and things like that, we knew what happened eventually. We knew where people started shouting on each other because they believed that certain money had, had, had been spent in, in ways that are questionable. So, you such, such, such kind of people cannot give alternatives to the current system that we are operating
0: so, so um just to get i don't get you like like you're saying nsars was kind of corrupted
1: if you if you have followed if you have followed development in the recent time there have been allegations and counter allegations if you have followed the twitter you see the uh, 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 You see organizations engaging each other. You see individuals engaging the organizations, accusing each other of uh...